Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Bad Company. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. That's enough. Right there, that's enough for the whole thing. Because it's National Simplicity Day. Whatever the hell that means. I don't know, but I kind of like the idea. Simplifying everything. Yeah. You know, like uh, less is more. Remember Joe Piscopo used to do the sports without verbs on Saturday Night Live? Just It was just all nouns. Yes. Yeah. And now look what happened to him. <laughs> uh, man, there's so much going on today. I hardly know where to begin. It all begins now. I can tell you at least that much. That's simple. Again, less is more. It's 536 at Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 650 and Blue Oyster Cult with Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. There's a weather alert for today. Heat and humidity and uh, maybe 90 degrees for some highs today. Also a chance of showers and maybe some severe thunderstorms this afternoon into the evening hours. And maybe some isolated small hail, they're saying as well. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, actually, it's our Hollywood Trash today. Just you, just you and me. Yeah, sort of an intimate right. two-man Hollywood Trash. So what do you got? Well, since, since less is more today. Yeah, Billy Joel apparently teamed up with Joe Elliott from Def Leppard over the weekend. Joel was playing Detroit's Comerica Park because the Tigers really can't do much there. And apparently Joe Elliott was there. At a Billy Joel show. I don't know whether he was just a fan or whether this whole thing was planned, but Billy Joel welcomed him on stage. Or whether he was just working concessions. Maybe. A little extra cash, whatever. Imagine Joe Elliott holding that big thing of beer. Billy Joel likes to rock, and so they played Pour Some Sugar on Me. Joe Elliott sang... Saturday night with Billy Joel at Comerica Park. How about that? It's a a new duo for the future. Maybe they should cut an album together. The Monkees... There have been weirder things to have happened. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, Other music news. The Monkees' Mickey Dolenz saying that now that he's lost the other members of the band, Davey, Peter, and Mike Naismith, he's thinking more about his mortality and taking better care of himself. So soon? Yes. There haven't been any red flags popping up around your life to make you think, hey, maybe maybe I'm at the end here. He's paying more attention to his health, exercising and eating, and also drinking habits. Says he does yoga, and he savors every day. Mickey Dolenz from the Monkees. How old is he now? He's um 77. You do a talk show for a while in New York City on a talk radio station? I believe he did. He's done a lot of things. He was even uh, once in a band. <laughs> hey, the new Bachelorette season is out as of last night. Anyone watching? Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? No. No. I, I don't understand that show. I know I have a friend in Brookline who watches with his college-age daughter, and he says it's a bonding experience for he and his daughter. Aren't there other things you can do to bond with your children? You would think. Speaking of TV... According to page six, the star of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Jen Shah, pleading guilty yesterday in her federal fraud case. She previously denied the charges, 
But apparently, under oath, reportedly admitted to wire fraud offering services with little or no value and continued, quote, yes, we used interstate telephones and emails. I knew many of the purchasers were over the age of 55 and, quote, I'm so sorry. You know, I don't really know uh, this woman at all. If she were here in the room, I would only assume that she's just another woman in the room. But uh, isn't it funny how you think, you know, Salt Lake City, how could that possibly happen mm-hmm. there? Yeah. Well, that kind of fraud happens everywhere. The home of the Mormon church. Among other things. Like the Utah Jazz, for example. Yes. But yet, there she is, taking advantage of old people. Good for her. I was on the air in Salt Lake City for about a year on the flagship station of the Utah Jazz of the NBA, an ESPN affiliate doing morning drive, and I befriended some of the Mormons out there. They were supposed to not be drinking, but they were drinking. Yeah, I About know. A, one day out of every month, they would go berserk. And they had a lot of candy and ice cream in between alcohol, by the way. Well, I believe that sobers you up. A trailer for the sec- know, they, uh, apparently they don't drink uh, like hot beverages. Coffee and tea are not uh, yeah. are not really. I mean, I, I don't know how you get through life without coffee. Yeah, but again, they're not supposed to be drinking booze either, but they do it. A trailer for the second season of the Kardashians has been released. Hulu dropping the trailer for the second season of the Kardashians. In the upcoming season, Kris Jenner hospitalized. Chloe worried about Black China's lawsuit. Courtney and Travis Barker planning their wedding, and Pete Davidson, formerly of SNL, making his much-anticipated debut on the show when Kim asks Pete if he wants to shower with her really quick. You know, the way this is flowing off your tongue, Dave, you make it sound so exciting. Yeah. Like, how do you not turn that on? How do you not keep up with these Kardashians? Because there's something better to watch, that's how. I find that hard to imagine. The way you have described this... It's like must-see television. Well, speaking of which, so they're renewing that for a second season. Also, only murders in the building quickly renewed for a third season. Starring Steve Martin, Selena Gomez, and Martin Short. I actually kind of like that show. I've seen a little bit of it. I'm kind of like off and on on the show. I'm not committed to it the way I was to, like, say, Ozark. You either really like Martin Short or you are annoyed to tears by the guy. How can you not like Martin Short? I could see being annoyed by Steve Martin more than Martin Short. See, I find it the other way. I think uh, you know because Martin can be so flamboyant that he may uh, turn some people off. He's like so dramatic, but yeah. that's the character. That's what he, and that's kind of what he is. Yeah, but I think Steve Martin's a big fat phony, as you like to call uh, Scott Cohen from time to time. I don't call Scott Cohen that. That's Scott true. Cohen is the one who points the finger at other phonies, even though he dyed his hair, and made. High school lacrosse sound very exciting for years. And, and of course, was it duck pin or candle pin bowling that he specialized in? I think it was candle pin, if I'm not mistaken. All right. And we'll, have to, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to quiz him when he comes back in two weeks. Season two of Maya Rudolph's Loot, swiftly renewed on Apple TV as well. Haven't seen it. I haven't either. I actually clicked on the icon and was about to watch it. When something shinier caught my eye on television, I don't know what that was. Right now, we're uh, hooked up with the uh, the old man with Jeff Bridges and yes. John Lithgow. Love that. Good show. Love that. It's on FX. We're on the uh, current season of uh, Umbrella Factory. 
Uh, the Umbrella Academy. Don't know that one. That's a pretty good one. All right. And um, I think probably Stranger Things will be next. Wow. You know, there's uh, no problem with the availability of content these days. No. Well, on this show. <laughs> Except on this show. That's it for your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Shrimp and 7 a.m. It is 6 o'clock on Rock 102. We're going to have highs approaching 90 once again today and about a 40% chance of some rain. Some of it severe. The thunderstorms maybe late afternoon into early evening hours may produce some hail as well. The weather brought to you by Aquatique Pools. Keep your pool sparkling all summer long with free water testing. 730 Union Street in West Springfield. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. Red Sox lost to the Rays last night down in Florida, 10 to 5. Sox will try and do it again tonight in Tampa Bay. Chris Sale is back. The starting pitcher will throw about 85 pitches tonight, and hopefully he's all set to go. And hopefully no televisions. Right, exactly right. Elsewhere in big league ball, the Mets over the Braves last night, four to one. Max Scherzer running his record to six and one for the New York team, and. Closer to home, the Valley Blue Sox demolished the North Adams Steeple Cats last night, 14-3. I was in attendance at that game last night. They look pretty good. In football, the home of the NFL's Pittsburgh Steelers has a new name, known as Heinz Field, since it opened in 2001. The stadium will now be called Akrishur Stadium. That's so much better. Akrishur for a Michigan-based company which is a top 10 global insurance broker. And former Dallas Cowboys and Chicago Bears running back Marion Barber III had died recently, apparently of heat stroke, according to police. They discovered his body inside his apartment with the heat cranked up to 91 degrees. Barber apparently liked conducting workouts in sauna-like conditions. The British Open and golf coming this weekend, and three-time Open winner Jack Nicklaus will become the only, well, the only the third American to be honored as an honorary citizen of St. Andrews later today. That's it for your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax focuses on baseball's all-star game and its strike, which is impending. Stay tuned to Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, next week, the Major League All-Star Game will be hosted in Los Angeles for the first time in 42 years. That was a very long time ago. And as such, you might think that the city of Los Angeles and Dodger Stadium will be all set and ready to go, hosting the mid-season classic. Granted, the people inside the building may be the only ones in America who will likely sit through all nine innings of the game, but that's hardly the point. The bigger issue is this. If you were going to attend the All-Star Game next Tuesday night in Los Angeles with your $2,700 ticket and your $496 parking pass, then one could assume that somewhere during the night, you might have a few bucks left over for an overpriced item at the concession stand. The $7 hot dog, the $9 cup of beer. All these things are priced and served to enhance the enjoyment of the game. There's just one small problem. According to reports, the union that represents the more than 1,500 concession workers, bartenders, suite attendants, cooks, and dishwashers at Dodger Stadium have voted to go on strike. Why? Because apparently the working conditions at Dodger Stadium sucks and they would like a better deal just seven days before they host the All-Star Game. 
Now, the union that represents the employees are from the Chicago-based Levy Restaurant Group, which operates the concession stands at Dodger Stadium. The workers who have not disclosed the nature of their demands are threatening to walk off the job. Just as a bunch of rich guys sit in their $2,000 seats with nothing to eat and nothing to drink. If I were going to spend that kind of money in a baseball game, I would need to get drunk to forget about the fact I spent nearly $500 to park my car. The very car I would be too drunk to drive. And yet, at the very same time, I have to side with the workers on this one. Because there ain't no way that I would want to be selling hot dogs to a bunch of rich jerks while I'm lugging around an insulated box for minimum wage. And while this may screw up the All-Star game for everybody there, I'll be more than 3,000 miles away and getting my own snacks for the game for free. But hey, and never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. As you know, I spent a little bit of time in Milwaukee. Maybe a lot of time. Quite possibly, in a place in my toolbox, you may find a Milwaukee tool here and there. Now, I would say Milwaukee tools are possibly the most innovative tool company in the world. And you would see why those red and white puppies are right there on the job sites with many professionals. And they sell Milwaukee tools at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 612 and 38 Special with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. 38 Special touring a lot with Night Ranger this summer. I guess they're appearing uh, various places with that band as well. Uh, let's see. Um, there's a chance. There's a chance. I may have a special heavy metal podcast uh, coming up on Thursday. Pretty exciting one. And I'm actually debating whether... We should play part of that on the show uh, later this week. All right. So it's, that big of a guest, it's maybe a crossover guest. Well, I want to say it's that big of a guest, but okay. it's a, it's a good guest. Okay. It'll be a good interview, and uh, and and maybe we'll do it. I don't know. I have to think about that. What is the actual definition of heavy metal? Is thirty eight special heavy metal? Hardly. Is Metallica heavy metal? Metallica is more heavy metal than thirty eight special. More heavy metal, but are they heavy metal? I've always wondered about that. 38, 38 special, but as far from heavy metal as you can get. All right. To me, they're kind of like a, a, a slightly more modern Skinner. All right. Ozzy is thirty is uh, is heavy metal, right? Ozzy? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just trying to get a feel for the whole thing. Also trying to get a feel for, you know, how you go about getting an apartment or a house these days because it's difficult. Now, I was telling you yesterday that I'm moving on up from a first floor studio apartment to a uh, multi-bedroom apartment upstairs in the same building in Enfield. Now, a studio apartment is a room studying to be an apartment, right? Yeah, it's never going to be one, though. No matter how hard it works or how hard it studies, there's no way. You just can't, I mean, unless you build a wall on the inside of it, which you can't do because you don't own the place. Does your apartment right now, and I haven't been to your apartment, I've never <laughs> been invited, and I'm not sure I would uh, accept the uh, the invitation because that would that would almost require me moving things. Well, plus, you know, you, you don't want to be a guy invited to another guy's apartment that's just one room. Yeah. It's very awkward. No, I, I I would imagine. But is your apartment the kind of place where you can sit on a toilet and cook on the stovetop at the same time? Uh, if you had really long arms, I think you could do that. But, but you like, could do it. Say, like if you had a stick, you could like uh, you could you know, kind of move a, uh, like a, a steak on a pan. I think not. I think because of the way the wall is configured that's between the bathroom and the kitchen... You'd have to reach around. What about a large hook? Could I don't you think do it so. with a large hook. It would have to be a flexible hook. All right. Because you have to sort of bend around the corner. But you could take a hook or a broomstick and do some dishes. 
You couldn't. You couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't cook yeah. on the range or the stove. So it might be time you, for you to expand a yes, little bit. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I got you. And so I'm looking forward to that. I'm supposed to move into a new multi-bedroom apartment next week sometime. Um, the process was a little bit strange because these days, when you want to see an apartment that you're going to rent, it has to be vacant. In the old days, you could set up a time when the people currently renting that apartment would be vacant, and then maybe the landlord could bring you through the apartment. But because of COVID, they won't do that anymore. No the, kidding. The people who own apartment buildings won't allow that to happen. So the last time I had an apartment was uh, about the time of my uh, separation. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, there was a guy still living in that apartment. Now, mm-hmm. granted, this is, this is a few years ago now right, and, right. And, and before the pandemic. Sure. And usually when, when you are... You know, viewing a an apartment or a house, mm-hmm. the the occupant has left. Right. So that way, you know, there's there'll be there's no there's no influence. Right. There's no uh, there's no judgments. Right. For whatever reason, uh, the apartment that I was looking at, uh, the guy was still there, getting ready to leave, but apparently he was running a little bit behind. Well, so that could happen. Now, were you showed the apartment by somebody else, or did yes. you just yes? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he was still there, and he okay. said. Oh yeah, that's right. I gotta go, mm-hmm. and he he went outside and I think smoked four or five cigarettes in the fifteen minutes I was in there. And I uh-huh. said, "All right, I'll I guess this will do." Right, and that then that was it. Uh-huh. So in my sadness, I was able to have that awkward confrontation, or at least the the interchange, the personal connection with the uh, the previous occupant. That can't happen these days unless you do what I did. So there was an apartment opening up, I think, later this month on a different floor of my building. Not the one that I ended up getting that I'm supposed to move into next week, but a different one. Okay. A one-bedroom apartment occupied by, let's just call him Ethan. Where did you pull Ethan out of? Not his name. It's just a name that I pulled out of thin air. Let's call him Ethan, okay? All right, Ethan. So what I did was, and I didn't know what his name was, I wrote out a note. I knew which apartment number was going to be vacant later this month. So I went upstairs and I posted the note on his door with a piece of the finest duct tape I could find in my kitchen drawer. Right. And I wrote it. I said, hey, uh, I've applied to become the new occupant of this apartment building, which I understand will be vacated on. And I said the date. I said, I'd love to get in and see it before I post the transfer fee to the company renting the apartment because you have to have a transfer fee. Sure. And so I said, it'd be great if I could get in and look at it. Here's my telephone number. You could text me back or phone me. And he did. No he, kidding. The guy I'll call Ethan. Now, now, on this phone call, yep. did he tell you to go screw yourself? No. No, he didn't? And, and I thought that might be one of the possibilities involved. As I'm going over this with a friend of mine, she and I are kind of covering the possibilities. Well, he could just totally ignore your note. Uh, he could tell you to go screw off, like you just said. Right. Or there could be somewhere in between. Well... About a day and a half passed, and I heard nothing. Right. And I figured, well, there it is. There's the the big FU right there. Exactly right. Yeah. But then I did hear from him about a day later. Say, hey, I apologize. I had some friends and family in over the weekend, and I was in and out. And um, here's when you could come see the apartment. And so I did. And? And he was very nice, the guy I'll call Ethan. Well, let me ask you this. And showed me around his apartment. Which I didn't care for, which is why I'm ending up in a different apartment 
than that one, which I could have rented. Now, did you not care for it because of the design and layout of the apartment? Or did yes. you not care for it because Ethan happens to live in squalor? Wow. I'm not going to comment on that, but the fact is, that is you- <laughs> Ethan like a like a hoarder? Is he a pig? Is he is he a big fat slob? I mean, I, what's going on with Ethan? I'm. You know what? I'm not going to pass judgment on that, Bax. All right. Well, then let me do it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes or no? Is he I, a slob? I will not confirm or deny that. How's that for an answer? Well, that suggests to me that, in fact, uh, that's exactly what Ethan is all about. Because if he wasn't, you'd say, oh, no, no, he lived uh, per- a perfectly fine, uh, hygienic, uh, orderly lifestyle. He did. Okay. But I didn't care for the design of the apartment, uh, Bax, okay. okay? I really didn't like the design of this particular apartment. But I will give him credit for allowing me in. And by the way, I offered him, I brought with me a, a four-pack of uh, craft brew. Okay. From, I think it was Broadbrook Brewing Company in Connecticut. Okay. Yep. Because we live in Connecticut, I thought, well, I'll bring him. You know, as a as a thank you for letting me in to see the apartment. And he said, "Geez, I don't drink." Oh, okay. How about if I bring you some Fogbuster coffee, which we get from time to time here at the radio sure. station because we have an advertising deal with Fogbuster. I don't drink coffee, he says. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> And then, How about this canned ham? I'm sorry, I'm Jewish. I, I didn't. He may have been. I don't. I don't. I didn't bring a, a canned ham. I didn't bring a third option. So I, I'm out of swings at that point. Oh, I, that's all right. I struck out with just two pitches being thrown. Remember the the old uh, that old ruse? It's the thought that counts. Yes. Yeah, see, well, there you go. Oh. You you're giving him two options. Right. He didn't uh, didn't care for either one. But he's very nice. He let me in. I saw the apartment. I'm getting a different apartment. Is but it it's, a very, a ha- it's a very complicated process these yeah. days. Is it going to take a hazmat uh, you know, crew to clean out his apartment when he leaves? I, I, I don't think a hazmat crew would be necessary for an apartment that is just not the proper design, Ooh. Bax. Is he one of these guys that you got to remove a wall to get him out of an apartment? You know, that's a whole different story that I saw with a different apartment that I also rejected. Really? There was, uh, uh, there was a, 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 a different bedroom that had a lock on the inside. And not just a normal lock, but one of those bolt locks that you see on hotel rooms where you slide the the piece of metal across. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why would somebody want that on the inside of a bedroom? Maybe the in, door, an apart, in an apartment. Maybe the door opens out into the hallway? It does. But why, still. I don't know. Why would you want that type of lock? Extra security. What is he doing in that apartment? Is he uh, cooking meth? Big Again, meth head? Not the same person. Is he uh, trafficking not, drugs? Not the same person at Illegal all. Illegal contraband? I, I don't know. What about guns? Is he I, running guns? I don't know. You, you're, you're asking very good questions. All I'm saying is the process of finding a new apartment these days is laborious. Well, what, did, what didn't you like about the layout of this place? I mean, you're living in, in a one-room <laughs> studio apartment. Who the hell are you to judge about the layout of any other apartment in that building? I like the layout of the multi-bedroom apartment better than the one-bedroom apartment. I see. Okay. And I, you're I, looking to get the multi... The, you said three bedrooms, right? I did. It's uh, So like uh, every day of the week you can switch bedrooms sure. to, just to kind of mix sure. it up a little bit? Sure. Feel like I'm having a good time in a different place. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, well, that's uh, so, it's interesting. So I, I didn't, you know, I, I disliked the one bedroom layout, but I liked the three bedroom layout a lot better 
than the one-bedroom layout. Well, That's you, all I'm if saying. If you were to grab the one-bedroom, you'd be pissed off down the road and say, man, I wish I had two more bedrooms. That's exactly what I'm saying I'm having here. A lot of, I'm having a lot of uh, interlopers in and, this place, and, I, uh, and I, I need the space. And everything is better than the studio apartment at this point. Everything. I've been there for almost two years, and the walls are closing in, if you know what I mean. Maybe you're the hoarder. Maybe you're the one living in squalor. I'll take pictures of my place, and nobody said anything about squalor except you. I'm going to point out. Well, that's why I think it's a it's a pretty uh, you know interesting possibility that maybe this is what you're dealing with. Maybe other people are having the same issues I'm having with either renting a place or buying a place. The real estate market has gone berserk. It's six twenty three with back Stephen Dave and Rock one. With back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty nice today, although we might have some severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon into the evening hours, which might produce some hail, some high temperatures approaching 90 degrees. Rock 102 presents the classic rock summer brought to you by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham now through Labor Day weekend. You listen to Rock 102 all summer long for details on how to grab your share of the summer stash of prizes. We're giving away a $25 gift card to the Hangar Pub and Grill every weekday through Labor Day. And if you want to win, it's stupidly easy. You go to rock102.com and then you have to listen to Pat Kelly. See, see with every with every uh, silver lining, there comes a dark spot. And listening to Pat Kelly is what makes it difficult. The Classic Rock Summer brought to you by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham only on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. So, Max, what do Dennis Rodman, Carmen Electra, Former Jane's Addiction guitarist Dave Navarro and 20 strippers have in common. Uh, I, I don't know. All with a local connection here in Springfield. Shut up. Coming up in the news on Rock 102. 633 with Max, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. We'll get to the strippers story in just a moment here. But first of all, there's a weather alert for today. Heat and humidity returning with highs of around 90 degrees and a chance for showers and maybe even some heavy thunderstorms, mainly in the late afternoon and early evening hours. Some of those storms could become severe with heavy rain, gusty winds, lightning, and isolated small hail. Now, the top story today should be the fact that uh, Steve was a little bit late today because I'm Mm. pretty sure you were helping Brian Lapis set up a uh, remote control weather center. I was. Yeah, that's right. exactly what I was doing. Uh, I was right on the uh, top of the hill in Worthington. See, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. That's mm-hmm. that's what did it. We use these two guys for our weather alerts here on Rock 102. Brian Lapis and S- Steve Nagel. And Dan Brown. And Dan Brown. But, you know, Lapis, because, you know, you hang out with the guy. I haven't hung out with Lapis in, like, probably since the pandemic. I told you I was supposed to go to dinner with him, Alecman and Detusa and yeah. Nadim. And uh, Brian was a no-show. Yeah, the last time I hung out with uh, Brian was uh, Barry Krieger's retirement party. That was the last time. That long ago? Yeah, that was, what, 2019? Jesus. Got a few other quick stories to get to before we get to the big story about uh, the strippers and the big-time stars that all have a connection to Springfield. First of all, that boil water order that we talked about yesterday for the town of Chester Mm -hmm. had remained in effect. A lot of residents without running water for about two and a half days. The order does remain in effect for boiling water. Officials just wrapping up their fourth day of handing out cases of bottled water to residents at Chester Town Hall. So while water comes out through the tap, you don't want to drink right from the tap. No. At least not yet. You want to boil it. Yes. As of Sunday night, the water had been restored for the entire town. Meantime, a suspect in Northampton's first homicide of 2022 reportedly telling police he stabbed the 21-year-old victim over the weekend 
in order to steal her car because he was going to become homeless. Devin Bryden is 24. He was arrested overnight Sunday after police found his roommate, Jane Abramowitz, dead on the kitchen floor of an apartment the two shared, a space owned and managed by Dial Self Youth and Community Services. Also, Mayor Dom Sarno speaking up yesterday about the city's utilization of the American Rescue Plan Act funds. Not everybody's getting their funds the way they're supposed to be getting their funds. And Mayor Darno said, quote, there's got to be a review and formalized verification process to make sure the relief monies are going to those truly in need. Well, that's uh, that would be important. Since I'm sure there are plenty of people who are kind of waiting on that cash. Yeah, uh, lots of people. Like, for instance, there have been over 1,500 ARPA applications submitted, but only 78 have been granted. Trinity Health in West Springfield will be closing their at-home health care and hospice agency September 5th. The closure forcing them to lay off 60 workers in the process. Trinity Health telling Western Mass News the closure due to unforeseen issues resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. And the story we're all waiting for. Lawyers are struggling to reach a financial settlement in a series of federal lawsuits filed by four models who contend local bar and strip club owners in Springfield illegally used their photographs to promote theme nights. <laughs> At sites where they never appeared or worked. At the at the Fifth Alarm, right? Yes. Too bad you would think a classy place like that wouldn't have to uh, resort to these kinds of shenanigans. That particular lounge at 775 Worthington Street. Some of the plaintiffs include a Cuban-born model who was once married to football star Julius Peppers. Some of the other names involved, Carmen Electra, Dennis Rodman, Jane's Addiction guitarist Dave Navarro, and others. We'll get to all these details, but this is pretty juicy stuff. So, so they're using models that have never appeared at the Fifth Alarm. Yes. Because the Fifth Alarm, compared to, say, like the Mardi Gras, is kind of like uh, like your, like 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 the pit at Bob's Discount Furniture. It's a scratch and dent <laughs> sale over there. All of the plaintiffs have enormous social media followings, according to the lawsuits, some reaching, quote, top influencer status. So they're making a lot of noise on social media about their issues here. Ho, 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 read a promotional post for the (laughs) Fifth Alarm Christmas night. Ho, ho, ho. Also helpfully pointing out that most people don't have to go to work on Christmas. Another one of the ads said, quote, 20 strippers, 40 butt cheeks. Come party for real. At least it's even. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. If it's like 20 strippers and 39 butt cheeks. Yeah, you, uh, have, you have to wonder, well, what happened to that one butt cheek? Uh, Debbie's got road rash from the traffic accident she was in. You know, there used to be a strip club in Illinois um, that boasted hundreds of beautiful women. And one ugly one. <laughs> I thought, what a great marketing plan. You, don't get, you almost don't even want to go in there to look for the hundreds of right. beautiful you women. Want you want to see how ugly is that right. one. It's like the movie League of Their Own with the female baseball players. Yeah. And they're all gorgeous, except for poor Marla Hooch. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. What are you going to do? No, that's a different. Rosie O'Donnell was on the good-looking side. There was a Marla Hooch character that was even worse looking than Rosie O'Donnell. I find that hard to that. believe. I haven't seen that movie in years. I'll have to watch it again. (laughs) Well, in the promotional video touting all the good-looking and 
fantastic playing baseball players, they all had close-ups, except for Marla Hooch. And there's Marla Hooch, and she was like way off in the distance waving at the camera. Gotcha. Uh, The complaint, by the way, in this case in Springfield, among dozens filed against club owners across the country alleging similar violations. Some of those plaintiffs in other states include Carmen Electra, retired NBA star Dennis Rodman, and former Jane's Addiction guitarist Dave Navarro. So these lawsuits are very common, but now they've reached Springfield as well, and the fifth alarm. I'll be damned. 775 Worthington This is why we can't have nice places in town. Yes. The women in question had never stepped foot inside the fifth alarm, and their pictures were being used. Now, these women, Claudia Sampedro of Miami, she was the one married to former football star Julius Peppers. Also, Rosa Acosta, a classically trained ballerina turned model from Los Angeles. Well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they were all professional dancers. Mm -hmm. Lina Posada, a fashion designer and lingerie model, and Carissa Rosario, a model for Budweiser and Monster Energy Drinks, who had launched her own perfume line. And here I was under the impression that the fifth Mm -hmm. alarm is where you go. He wanted to be at uh, hysterectomy night. Yeah. Places on the up and up, I thought. (laughs) Is that where you get the Long Island Hep C? (laughs) And is this still a functioning? It is not. It's been. It's been. It shut down during the pandemic and has not reopened. What was the one that blew up? I can't. I always mix that up with with... scores. Scores blew up. Yeah, it used to be the old Teddy B's. Okay, maybe that's what I was yeah, thinking of. That's yeah. where you would get the Long Island Hep C. That's where you had to tuck the, yeah. the, the the cuff of your pants into your socks. And all that's left is a piece of a stiletto and a and a crumble of brick. That's all. Yeah. That's all that remains. And uh, wasn't that the area that the artist was doing some renovations on? John Simpson, we talked about yesterday um, on the show. Similar. I mean, no, further, f- that's further down the street. Well, well I, I say move him to 775 Worthington Street, a couple blocks away, and make him start doing some artwork there as well. Yeah, the last time the Fifth Alarm made news, other than the fact it was shut down, was when that guy was all jacked up on something and climbed up on the, on the, on the sign and started yeah. dancing. I believe he made been, it might have been naked, too. Yeah. Yeah. He was tweaking on something. You know, they put a. I'll have what he's having. They put a mural in the place where that strip club blew up. Uh, you'd be like, "Hey, uh, John, what is Arby's sponsor this? Why is this big roast beef sandwich here?" And he goes, "That that was actually where Scores was. <laughs> that's no, that's not a roast beef sandwich." Uh, speaking of sandwiches and lawsuits against businesses, the New York Post says a federal judge has ruled that Subway can be sued for claiming their tuna sandwiches are made with, quote, 100% tuna. Mm -hmm. The lawsuit is going forward, according to a decision from a U.S. district judge in San Francisco, saying the restaurant chain has allegedly deceived customers with its tuna claims. Subway, of course, has released a statement claiming they are disappointed that the, quote, reckless and improper lawsuits can continue. Well, didn't this thing already come and go? I mean, haven't yes, they were able to prove scientifically it wasn't all tuna mm-hmm. in that stuff. But now people want their money because of that. Honestly, how damaged have you been? And what and what kind of person goes to Subway and always orders the tuna? You know, uh, Subway has had its fair share of. Uh, con- I I got to hand it to them. Like of all the PR problems that they've ha- had. 
over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, they seem to still come out on top, you know, with that whole Jared Fogle thing. <laughs> yep. And then with the, remember our breads not, were not 12 inches. Yep. It yeah, wasn't sure. a foot long. And then you find out the bread was made out of some kind of plastic that they make yoga mats out of or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they've come back from all of that stuff. They'll survive this I'm, too. I'm sure they will. Yeah. And and like everything else, when there's absolutely nothing else available, you'll always go back to Subway. You know, uh, tuna sub spelled backwards is bussin' nut. So, mm. Mm. okay. That's what Jared was doing. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. It's 643 with back and, Steve and Dave. Mass and, hat coming up next on Rock 102. And, and now you're spelling it back and forth in your head. Yes. You're like, it does spell bussin' nut, doesn't it? We trust you. <laughs> Cheryl's cat never leaves her lap. Did Steve? 6.50. We're back, Steve and Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Today's mass hat is debatable, I think. Her name is Brandy Batoni. Ooh, she's a fine girl. She was ticketed for driving in a Dallas, Texas HOV lane meant for at least two people. We got those around here, 91, yeah. heading south toward Hartford. When the officer pulled her over a couple of weeks ago, she claimed she was following the rules, claiming the state's abortion laws meant that the pregnant woman's 34-week-old fetus counted as a person. No. Unfortunately for Batoni. Her reasoning didn't convince the officers on the scene. She's appearing in court about a week from today in an effort to fight the ticket. What chances does she have? The The whole idea of taking those express lanes mm-hmm. is for, like, carpooling purposes. Yes. To have extra people. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand this. You know, you're, you're, you're driving for two, but that, to me, seems like a real reach. Yeah. And, he, and she may be ha- carrying on a conversation with the 34-week-old uh, fetus. That's the problem that you're going to have, though. With, you're going to have people using that excuse now mm-hmm. because of these uh, these whacked-out abortion laws. That would be like, that would almost be like, well, I uh, even would take the abortion question out of it. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm here with my imaginary friend in the mm-hmm. front seat. Right. Well, I mean, if you consider a fetus a person, right. if that's the definition of it, she's technically not wrong. Maybe it's an emotional support fetus. And maybe it's an <laughs> emotional support animal, by the way. <laughs> you know what? Emotional support fetus. I don't know. I'm just I, saying. I tell you, it, it's, it could be just as, as I give credit where credit is due, Dave. That was the funniest damn thing you've ever said. Well, <laughs> <laughs> An emotional support fetus. I don't know. I mean, That's look, good, yeah. somebody could claim that, right? I mean, look, this, I've seen more frivolous lawsuits than that. Yeah. The emotion. I just yeah. like the idea of that. I, yeah. I, had, a, I had a baby, yeah. not because I wanted to start a family, right? but because of my anxiety. I want to mm-hmm. see a sign that says, no children allowed except emotionally support <laughs> ones. <laughs> hey. What can I say? There you uh, go. But yeah, you know, the, uh, I, I started reading an article about this type of thing yesterday, and mm-hmm. essentially, you're gonna have because of this ruling, you're gonna have a lot of these people claiming that for many different reasons. You're mm-hmm. talking about this could implicate tax code. That, sure. That that's what you're you're talking about, here. right? Mm-hmm. But the difference here, though, is if you were going to use that argument, um, you know, it's a state to state thing now. 
according to the the uh, the, the uh, Supreme Court. Sure. Mm-hmm. So individual states would decide. So that may work in certain states on an inter on, on a federally yeah. protected interstate highway. But that's what I mean. You're going to have these people who live in those places claiming, "Hey, well." You know, uh, maybe federally not recognized that the the fetus is a person, but by the state's definition of the law, it is. So, yeah, do but, I get tax credit? I get your state's tax credit for my kid that's not even born yet. But, it, but here's the problem: the Supreme Court's decision is not about what constitutes the viability of the fetus. What the Supreme Court's decision is about state rights. That's the difference. It's not they're, they're not making a value. I, I understand it, but I'm saying now that you have all of these laws that have been imposed, this is the kind of thing that you're going to get. You're going to get people arguing yeah. that that's another person inside of me. Eh, I'm in the HOV lane. I think they're going to have a hard time proving that in court. I do too. And uh, you know who's going to really benefit from all this? The lawyers who are going to rewrite the statutes <laughs> and the laws now, because they're going to have to. They're going to have to be more specific yeah. with regard to this stuff. That's crazy. What a crazy world we live in. Boy, ain't that the truth. Uh, maybe not as crazy as using oral contraceptives to control the squirrel population. Mass birth control, because there's too many squirrels in the UK. So this plan involves luring gray squirrels into feeding boxes that only they can access and then using pots containing hazelnut spread, which mm. they love, spiked with contraceptives. Ooh. The project could help, it says, eradicate gray squirrels in the UK without killing them. The, okay. <laughs> so you, just when you think it's gone more berserk yeah, with so, the HOV lane. So chemical castration of squirrels. Yes. I kind of like that. I don't know if I like that. Who are, who are we? As a species, to say there's too many of them and not enough of us. Right? I like the idea that there's nut spread all over this stuff <laughs> that they have to eat the contraceptive. Yeah, and and who? Hey, uh, hey, Marty, you got money? You got nut? You got nut spread on your face? That's it. Who goes from Nutella to Nutfella? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. What are you doing tonight? Well, I'm going out and get laid. I'm sterile now. Who could resist some tasty hazelnut spread, right? I don't know. Yeah. Nutella. (laughs) (laughs) It's 7.56 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next, your 102-second sports and a big honor for Jack Nicklaus. Stay tuned. 102 highs near 90 today with some potentially severe storms a little bit later on this afternoon into the evening hours. We could have some hail with that as well. The weather brought to you by 413 Pro Tint for tinting on your vehicle, home, or business. Call 413 Pro Tint in Springfield today. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. Baseball. Rays over the Sox 10-5 last night down in Florida. Chris Sale set to come back for the Red Sox tonight. He'll start and throw 85 pitches against Tampa Bay in this evening's game. But no televisions in a locker room. You can't do that. It's not good. Not, not good for your pitching arm either. Mets beat the Braves last night 4-1. Max Scherzer ran his record to 6-1. and one. He's having a great season for New York. And the Valley Blue Sox crushed the North Adams Steeplecats 14-3 last night at the MAC. I was there for that game. That was a lot of fun. In golf, the British Open this weekend, three-time Open winner Jack Nicklaus will be honored today as only the third American to receive an honorary citizenship of St. Andrews, Scotland. 
where the British Open will be conducted this year. The two other Americans who have received the honor, golfer Bobby Jones back in 1958, and some guy named Benjamin Franklin back in 1759. In football, Heinz Field, no longer. The home of the Pittsburgh Steelers of the NFL will now be called Acrisure Stadium for a Michigan-based company, which is a top 10 global insurance broker. And the new owners of Denver's NFL team, led by Walmart heir Rob Walton, now includes former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, the most recent celebrity to buy into ownership of the Broncos. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, if you're like me, there's nothing you like more than adding mediocrity to a well-established formula. But in the NBA, they look at mediocrity as an opportunity to uh, generate revenue. And who can blame them? Everybody loves following a team that's destined to fail. This is why it's taken the NBA all of a hot minute to vote on whether to make the postseason play-in tournament a permanent part of the NBA playoffs. I'm sure you'll recall that this year both the Hawks and Pelicans were able to advance into the first round of the NBA playoffs by beating the Clippers and the Cavaliers in the first-ever play-in series. And while I personally had no interest in any of those games, the play-in tournament generated enough cash for the league that they have decided that perhaps you just can't get enough of a good thing. And that, by the best way to put a few million bucks into your pocket, is to find ways of adding more teams into the playoffs where they will face almost certain elimination as your number eight seeds. The Pelicans certainly didn't get past the first round, and neither did the Pelicans. But those guys got smoked by the number one seeds, and yet it's the kind of half-hearted effort that draws in millions. Give the league a chance to create a little bit more of a blowout opportunity, and you're going to have a lot of happy people out there. So today, the league will cast their official vote as to whether the play-in tournament stays or whether it was a failed gimmick that's nothing more than a pandering waste of league resources. Personally, I think uh, you have to assume that it's probably going to pass. Why? Because the NBA would punch your mother in the throat if they thought they could sell tickets and advertising, give people another chance to watch their favorite teams lose on national TV, and you will have extra people watching that happen on national TV. And if there's a chance to make a few bucks, the NBA will jump at it. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, I got my fans. Steve's got his. Dave's got a few of his own. If you want a fan, make it the Cool Flow High Velocity fan. Just 40 bucks at Rocky's. 12 inches high velocity. Let me tell you, that thing blows. Pick up a Cool Flow at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 709 and ACDC with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's going to be like uh, 90-ish again today. It was yesterday afternoon as well. The difference is we may have some severe afternoon to evening thunderstorms and maybe some hail in the area today. It's, uh, smell like, it smells like the Wong Walk in here. It or, does. Uh, uh, what's that place we like? Peacock? The Golden Peacock. The Golden Peacock or a Joy Bowl. Right. Joy Bowl just yeah. opened up in town. Every morning, Dave walks in here with some new gourmet meal. This and never has enough to share with the rest of us. I'm not sharing it with you. This is left over from my date Saturday night with my lady friend. Uh-huh. We played golf at Keeney Park in Hartford. Yeah. Great, great municipal course, which I believe has been on the offering of the golf club that we do. Right. And so uh, on the way back... 
We stop at a place called the Asian Bistro, which is in Windsor, right off of mm-hmm. 91. All right. And Fantastic. You your, but yesterday you had like steak and uh, I did. you had uh, steak and vegetables. And steak and vegetables yeah. yesterday from Frigo's. From by Frigo's. The way. Yeah. Look at this. That is uh, three-bedroom apartments, mm-hmm. gourmet meals every day. I, I want to be making Dave Coombs money. Maybe you will someday. Maybe. But, uh, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm be good I'm, enough to do that. Show up on time. Maybe you can have that. Who knows? Oh, <laughs> snap. Look at <laughs> Look him. At oh, man. Lashing out at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, by the way, I eat like a Spartan the rest of the week. Saturdays, we splurge. So just so you know, I agree with you. This is good stuff, and yeah. it's not inexpensive, but- I eat virtually nothing the rest of the week. This is my new... What do you mean eat my nothing? New, my new regimen. I eat like a salad. A salad? It. No, yeah, you like, don't. You eat gourmet meals every morning. You come in here with say, something. But after this, it's all salad. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, I won't... This is leftover, obviously, from Saturday night, like I said. It, yep. it wasn't purchased new. It's leftovers. You're making your own salad, or you're out there at a, at a salad bar loading up? <sighs> I usually go to the big Y and get the salad that's ready-made. I will admit that. Well, that's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. They make that stuff. Mm-hmm. Convenience foods. Yep. So uh, we've gone from now uh, thinking that Dave's got a real good deal over here mm-hmm. to now thinking, boy, that's a pathetic way of living. Yeah, but it but but it works. Look, I, I we talked about the weight loss yesterday when Scott mm-hmm. Cohen was here about mm-hmm. this time yesterday. Right. I've lost 25, 30 pounds over the course of the last four months doing this kind of plan where, you know, you don't eat much during the week, Saturday night. Are you, are you emotionally eating? I, I'm. That's what I'm guilty of. I don't really, really have any addictions. Uh, I, you know, I don't drink very much. I don't smoke. I don't what do drugs. What do you do? <laughs> like I, Adam, know, I think like, it's a sudden innuendo to follow. Yeah. Uh, ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, so here you go. Have you interviewed Adam Ant before? By the way, what's his real name? <sighs> it's a Stuart something. Is it? Um. No, Adam. I was. Uh, I talked to a publicist that uh, dealt with Adam Mm -hmm. and said Adam probably would not be in the right mind to talk during an interview. So I, you know, (laughs) take that any way you want. Well, that'd be a perfect time to interview a guy, right? Exactly. That's when, that's when you say, please, Adam, sit down. Let's, uh, let's chit chat. Right. Um, So yeah, so you're getting, so wait, so this is. And I'm not eating at night at all. Like I eat my last meal, I don't know, maybe like. Three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh my god, I'd be, I'd be chewing my leg off by, I, by seven o'clock. Well, you were doing the fast. Don't tell me that you were doing the fast. Yeah, but deal. you know the thing about the fasting thing is, mm-hmm. I found that the longer that fast went on, the hungrier I would be towards the end. Well, but you got—that's when you go to bed, and then for those seven hours that you're sleeping, mm-hmm. you don't know any different. Yes, but when that fast would end, mm-hmm. it would be like. I could not possibly put enough food into my body <laughs> to satisfy how hungry I had become. So I see what you mean is that you you were completing the fasting, but then overeating once you did eat. Yes. I, I got you. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a tough issue. I would be eating things directly from the can. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how bad it would be. And it would not be just one can. Mm. I used to eat uh, the Campbell's soup down at the uh, marathon. Yes. People drop that off. I'd open up the uh, chicken noodle and just start eating that right out of the can. Really? Yeah. Not even heated up. I love concentrated salt and uh, <laughs> so possible botulism. It is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you listen, that was an expired can, right? No, that w- it was close to being expired. That's why we uh, we opened it, because it wasn't going to last in the shelf at the open pantry. So Right. Yeah. Uh, so you, you actually, you did, you did some uh, poor family a service by taking away... <laughs> 
that soup. Well, the, the soup would have been thrown out. By Probably. the time it reached a family's uh, a table, uh, it would have been, oh, well, this is expired yeah. already. Now, Dave, what did you order at this uh, at this restaurant? <sighs> Boy. Let, me, let me just guess. It's a, uh, let's see, uh, beef, uh, beef Szechuan. Szechuan. Uh, Szechuan and uh, fried rice. I think you got it. Yeah. Really? See? You know your stuff just like you knew your animals yesterday when you nailed the red fox that I played. Yes. Which I was that? I was very impressed with that. I uh you know, I uh, I like Chinese food. I you, find you, you do or don't? I do. Yeah. I actually like Chinese food. Right. But I find that not every Chinese restaurant is built the same. Like there are some yeah. that are dreadful. And it has nothing to do with the cuisine. It has everything to do with the place that's cooking it. Mm-hmm. I'm not naming names, but there's a place that uh, we tried uh, once that was simply disgusting. Yeah, like it, like if, like <laughs> you almost wanted to go back and say, "What is this?" You know, but uh, you know, I didn't, and I didn't ask for my money back. But it was like I couldn't even finish it. Mm-hmm. And for me to have no, you know, to to stop after like a half a bite, must tell you this stuff is rancid. You know, I like Chinese food. The waiters never are rude. Think of all the many things they've done to impress. There's Maoism, Taoism, eating in chess. chess. <laughs> I like their tiny little trees. Uh, there's in their ping pong and the yin and the yees. I like Chinese. <laughs> you never heard that one? Don't know that it's one. That was a Monty, Monty Python. Python. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But the uh, yeah, he's good. To, every every day he comes in here. With not the, every day. This will be this will be the last time. See, not, no, no, it shouldn't be your last time. Don't uh, don't no. don't do it. Don't, no. don't make on our no. account. What I mean is this week. Oh, I see. You know, like Saturdays we splurge, and then I've got leftovers. Yeah, I don't want uh, I don't want our uh, observation of what you're eating here mm-hmm. to to ruin deter, my to experience. deter you yeah, from doing you. it. Right. It won't. It won't. Well, yeah, it's uh, still better than that girl we used to have working here that would cook salmon at five forty-five oh, yeah. in the morning in the microwave. Yeah, that's that's a workplace no no or the guy that would uh cook something in the oven and forget he had put it in the oven mm. that was not good either had a couple of uh hairy situations where things were uh rendered f- <laughs> you you rendered on fire you think this is still good yeah no like it's, it's not uh no still soft in the middle <laughs> burnt on the outside but uh yeah i i, I choose not to bring in like uh aromatic uh, foods. Yeah, if it if it stinks up your house, it's going to stink up the office even more. And this is not like the setting for this. Like, and I'm not I'm not saying this uh, as an insult, Dave, but uh, the smell is like it's bothering me a little bit. Is it? Well, not, think, not bothering me. Not bothering good. me. Like, oh my god, that's an awful smell. It's just an odd time of the day to smell something like that. Yeah, see, you the know? Pro- problem is, I mean, like, I get up at 3.45 in the morning. We all get up really early. For me, this is like lunchtime. I, I, and, already, I, and, and I, I get like, that, and that's why I'm not uh, making yeah, funny yeah. over it. I'm just saying, like, it's an odd, for me, it's like it, the smell of sausage and bacon and pancakes. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, that's like the t- this is the time of the morning you would smell that. You don't typically smell sachavan uh, and uh, fried rice, right? I, I, but I, I gotta tell you, I, I'd almost rather have leftovers from the night before for breakfast than actual breakfast. 
I'm enjoying it. Yeah. See, he's he's having the time of his life over there chowing down. Well, it's a, yeah. It's a, and I'm sorry it does offend you you guys. Doesn't it offend just, me. I know it smells pretty good. Smell. It doesn't offend me. I'm just, that's why I was trying to be so delicate about well, that because I, I know how sensitive you. Can I be. wouldn't do fish. No, I don't get. I don't get sensitive. Somebody, my lady friend, accused me of being butt hurt recently. I said I don't get. It doesn't happen. I don't care. Um, I wouldn't cook salmon. I wouldn't cook fish. Fish. No, I wouldn't uh, do that. Shrimp. No. Uh, uh, swordfish. No. Uh, <laughs> T- tilapia. Tilapia. How, how, how about a red tie tainted uh, clam sauce? Mm. Haven't tried that yet, but that sounds pretty good. Still time. Yes. Still yeah. go out there clamming I mean, if you want to. I mean, if you cook it at a high enough temperature, I guess the bad effects of the red tide I, get cooked away. I don't think they do. I don't, don't think that's how red tide works. <laughs> really? I think uh, you get the red tide mm-hmm. when you get that one oyster inside mm-hmm. of you. And that's it. And mm-hmm. you do not you do not want to do that because mm-hmm. it'll go right through you like a rocket. Well, anyway, yeah, that's that's our food our food talk this morning. Yeah. It's making me hungry. Just about 7:20 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Jeez. It's 7:26. And the Rolling Stones are back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny today, but then a chance of some thunderstorms late this afternoon. Severe at times, so be on the lookout for that. And a high of 89. It is 69 right now in downtown Springfield. A little follow-up on the food talk from a few minutes ago. If you're looking for Starbucks' new item, the chicken, maple, butter, and egg sandwich, apparently it was all the rage. They just introduced it last month as part of their revamped summer breakfast menu. Gone already. Because apparently some of the Starbucks customers were coming down with diarrhea and other problems. And so Starbucks sent out an urgent memo to store employees to immediately stop selling and discard the sandwich. What was the part that was the problem? Apparently, you mean which part of the chicken? It was, it the, the ma- the, was it the maple ma- butter or, or the, the, the chicken? Yeah. I don't know which is the problem, the chicken or the egg. Venti diarrhea for Dave. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you know, coffee can loosen you up too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it, it's probably True. a combination of that and the and the greasy mm-hmm. sandwich. Could be, although they tested positive the people who were tested for something called Campylobacter, which is a food poisoning caused by raw chicken. That's I, I suppose that could come yeah. from the chicken or the egg. I don't know. That's it's probably, probably the chicken. Probably the chicken. Uh, other people claim they bit into chicken bones. While having the chicken maple butter and egg sandwich. Mm, crunchy breakfast sandwich. And others saying the new breakfast sandwich was cold. Oh, it's quote, ice cold in the middle. This son of a bitch is ice cold. Ice cold. <laughs> so no more chicken maple butter and egg sandwich at Starbucks. Ah, that's too bad. If it became your favorite when it launched last month, it's gone. I'm not a big maple fan. Normal. Like it has to be in certain uh, settings, like uh, pancake, French toast, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's where the syrup comes in. I agree. You start putting maple in, like, uh, I remember they were doing, they, they started with the maple whiskey years ago. Yeah, right. And then uh, it's like, nah, see, if I'm going to get drunk and eat pancakes, it's going to be after I've drinking a bunch of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't like maple syrup. I don't like that. You've said I, that before, and I, don't, I like don't understand. Beets and maple syrup. I have to draw the line somewhere. Those are the only two things I do not want to put in my system. And I like the beets. I've said that. Yeah. And, and about that again. For me, it's watermelon. Imagine that. The yeah. one thing you and I don't agree on. Right? And that's it. Mm-hmm. Beets. Mm-hmm. I like beets. You do? No, not really. <laughs> yeah. My dad used to cook them. It was uh, out of a can. Sliced beets in a can. Yeah, they just like heat them up and then serve them as if they were Uh, good. God, I just can't. It's not even one of those vegetables you can put like cheese or anything on it. It's the there's nothing good that goes with a beet. It tastes like sweetened dirt. 
That's because the the green leafy vegetable that comes with the purplish quote fruit of it yeah. that's got like you got to really clean it. You got to really clean it. Yeah, but even if you peel it, even if you, I mean, I've had beets. I've tried so many ways to. People say, "Oh, you're gonna love my beets. You're gonna love this beet salad I made." Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the, try the beets, and I try the beets to be polite, and every single time it's the same exact thing. It's like, oh my god, like, how can I, how can I get this out of my mouth without swallowing it's it? It's like eating candy that's good for you. No, it is not. <laughs> it's seven thirty. News is next. A Rock one hundred two. I'm going seven thirty two. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagleroofing.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Might get some small hail as part of some severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon into the evening hours. It's an official weather alert from the National Weather Service's heat and humidity returning with highs near 90 for today here in Western Mass and the surrounding region. Meantime, three years after a four-month-old boy died in Amherst from a lethal dose of an adult sleep medication, his father was indicted on manslaughter and assault and battery charges. Isaac Villalobos, also known as Angel Caratini Riviera, was indicted in Hampshire Superior Court following a three-year investigation into the boy's death. The charges, again, including manslaughter and other charges, also reckless endangerment of a child as well. The baby died in the early hours of September 15th, 2019, and the autopsy found out the cause of death was acute doxlamin intoxication, which is an antihistamine that's available as an over-the-counter sleep aid. But... Obviously, there was no effort to read the instructions right. on this. Yes. Seizures can result, breakdown of muscle tissue, a fast heart rate, and high blood pressure. The fatal dosage of the adult sleep aid was administered while Villa Lobos lived with the baby and the child's mother and her other children in Amherst. Horrible. Yeah. Awful. Worcester police are seeking charges against Stephen Biando in connection with a May crash on Main Street there that killed a pedestrian in a wheelchair. The charges sought by police against the 50-year-old man include leaving the scene after causing a death, motor vehicle homicide by OUI liquor and or drugs, and failure to slow for a pedestrian. Now, they've got proof. Prior to the crash, police say video surveillance shows Biando drinking seven yingling drafts at a main street establishment in worcester between the hours of 11 21 p.m and 1 47 a.m at which point he's seen leaving the establishment getting into his car and getting into the fatal accident three minutes later i wonder what kind of trouble that bar gets into right because seven over the would you say 11 between 11 20 and 1 47 a.m that's uh, about two hours mm-hmm. and uh, you're having definitely more than two drinks per hour mm-hmm. if you're having seven yep uh and there's also proof that he might have been imbibing in some marijuana maybe yeah. going outside yeah. having a smoke but this was all caught on security camera yep Mm. That's See, what I'm saying. If, somebody, if, if you got a security camera system, you got to tell your bartenders, hey, you know, you right. got to have to, you know, you're on, I mean, you're under surveillance here. 
You have to know when to, to cut a guy off. Yeah, and and this is the kind of thing that happens. People get overserved, and then they get into accidents, and then everybody's getting sued in the end <clears throat> because ultimately it's the responsibility of the bar. Speaking of establishments, the Fifth Alarm Lounge, 775 Worthington Street, Springfield, they're involved in a lawsuit because they were using advertisements featuring famous, quote, influencers in social media to advertise the beauty of their strip club when, in fact, those social media influencers had no connection with the bar or the lounge and never appeared there and never were going to appear there. Lawyers are trying to reach a financial settlement in a series of federal lawsuits filed by four models who contend that the Fifth Alarm Lounge and other strip clubs used their images without their approval. You know, uh, you go to a nice place like the Fifth Alarm, classy gentleman's club, only gentlemen go there, and it's in a beautiful neighborhood. Uh, you expect that when you go in, you are going to see some of the most beautiful yeah. model A-grade uh, talent dancing to the undulating beats set forth by the disc jockey at, on hand. And here you find out that it's all smoke and mirrors. And the it's all a big ruse. The professionalism you're referring to included some ads for Christmas that read, ho, ho, ho. Well, that's presumptuous. And other ones that read, quote, 20 strippers, 40 butt cheeks. Come party for the real at the top Thursday spot. But it's not, they're not arguing over what was on the, po the wording on the poster. It's the images it's the that images. were on Correct. the poster. Correct. Yeah, I, I mean, I ho, ho, ho is a good thing for a strip club. I mean, that's kind of like, uh, you know, having salt and pepper on a table. Like, <laughs> yes, a ho, ho, ho at Christmas time at a strip club. <laughs> yes, but that is, even that could be considered false advertising. I guess so. These are just dancers and into, you know, Instagram influencers. By the way, you mentioned last hour about the idea of, of course, if it's 20 dancers, there's going to be 40 butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we mentioned that, you know, what happens if it's like 39 butt cheeks? Let me throw this at you. Yeah. What happens if it's 41? Someone's walking around with an extra cheek. Now that I would like to see. Didn't that happen in Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger? He had a third butt cheek? No, it was a third a third nipple, I think. Wasn't there well, a third nipple, breast? Nipple is one thing. I mean, but hey, that that happens. But an extra butt cheek? Yeah. Yeah. That's a rarity. That's worth a sweaty dollar bill. What, what happened to you? I was swimming over at Bondi's Island. That's how I uh, had my, this extra my, butt cheek. My parents were swimming yeah. at Bondi's Island, yeah. and then they had me because of the toxic levels. And now I am born... With a third butt cheek. And which crease do you put your folded dollar bill into Ooh. in that case? It's sort of like know. bingo. It's like butt bingo in a way. To right? me, you almost uh, you almost pull out a second dollar bill. Okay, you got you got a yeah. I guess three butt cheeks would require a larger tip. You can't run the magnetic stripe of your ATM card down the center of it, though. I'll tell you what. Yeah. That toilet paper shortage we yeah. had a while back yeah. that would have been problematic. Ooh. The plaintiffs in the lawsuit against the Fifth Alarm and other strip clubs nationwide include a woman married to football's former football star, Julius Peppers. Her name is Claudia Sempedro. And she has not been a stripper in Springfield? No. Excuse me. She has not been an exotic dancer in Springfield? I'm not sure she's been an exotic dancer <sighs> anywhere. Yeah, but these people are have never been here. It, it, they're just involved in this lawsuit over these images. 
You yes. remember when we used to have real stars come through town, like uh, Amy Fisher? Remember uh, Amy Fisher years ago? I do. Came to Mardi Gras for a one-night show? Yeah, I do. Yeah. The uh, Bondi's Island Lolita, as yes. we called her. Um, <laughs> you know, that, that, that was back in the day, back when we had uh, all the stars come out. And now we don't have any stars. We're just faking the fact that we have stars. Well, here. you know, there are still uh, some strip. I mean, in, in the case of the Fifth Alarm, I mean, that, they shuttered their doors during the pandemic. But there are some that weather the storm, and they're coming back. So I got to believe that there's going to come a day when somebody of great importance is going to walk through those doors and say, "Would you like a private dance?" And you're going to yeah. say. I sure hope so. Yeah, like sure Stormy will. Daniels, I think, was the last one that came into town. Oh, yeah, I think she did. You're yeah, right, yeah. Stormy Daniels. And, man, there was like a line around the mm-hmm. block to, yeah. get into, to get into that club that did, night. Did you see it? No. Couldn't get in, huh? No. Even, I, didn't, I didn't really try. Even with your celebrity? Even with my pool. Oh, we could have gotten free tickets, I'm sure, but still. And no interest in that. Camel riding. Camel riding, guys, is a traditionally male-dominated practice. But women are now leading the way at Dubai's first camel riding school. Camel riding school. Yes. Is now, this like a, you have the student driver on the sign on the back when you're taking it down the desert way. I don't know. But what happens when you're when your uh, your camel breaks down on the side of the road? Who do you call? Uh, camel tow truck. <laughs> camel ah, towing. Camel ah, towing. You see what I did yeah, there? That's I did. what I just yeah, did there. Yeah, yeah. Served it up on a silver platter. Oh, and he it. knocked yeah. it right out of the park see? like he's Aaron Judge. You can lead a comedian to a joke, but you can't make him tell it. <laughs> According to the story about the camel riding school now being dominated by women in Dubai, um, camel festivals, very popular in the United Arab Emirates. And camel racing is big business, featuring robot jockeys. I stubbed my camel toe on uh, on this last round here <laughs> through the obstacle course. The prize money for the biggest races in camel racing reach hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the women want a cut of that now. So they're learning how to ride the camels so that they can is there a take title, advantage. Is there a Title IX rule in, the, uh, in Dubai? Uh, I don't know. There's pictures, though, of these women riding these camels professionally. If That's a man's job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Doing a man's work. Riding camel toes. All right, lady, let's get down from the camel. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice that you waved and you said hi to your yeah, family, right. but it's time to get down. Yeah, playtime, rumpus time <laughs> is over. <laughs> 30-year-old German expat Linda Krockenberger has apparently started the very first all-female camel riding league in the United Arab Emirates. So there you go. It's always the Germans. Yes, they are the most aggressive of all of us, aren't <laughs> like, they? We're going to be the best at everything. That's <laughs> it. Coming up, it's, in, a, it's a camel master race yeah. is what we, we're trying to do here. <laughs> Coming up and now hear this. Somebody's very upset at Tom Cruise. We'll hear from him. And did you catch the story about the Albany, New York newscaster? I yes. did. And she's uh, now out. Yes. She's out of that place. We'll have audio from her performance, which occurred over a recent weekend. Coming up next on Now Hear This on Rock 102. Cheryl's cat never leaves her lap. Oh, yes. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 749. Billy Squire with Max, Steve, and Dave in Rock 102. Going to be uh, warm today and then the chance of a thunderstorm this afternoon. Severe at times. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, high of 89 tomorrow. Sunny and a high of 89. It's 69 giggity in downtown Springfield. The daily podcast get posted sometime around uh, 10 o'clock this morning. If you uh, miss any part of the show, uh, you can always... Download it and play it right off of uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly from rock102.com. I'll have to listen. I missed the first hour. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you missed much of uh, You won't have much of yourself no, to review. Right. Uh, but also check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest, the co-founder and keyboard player for the band Faith No More, Roddy Bottom, uh, will be joining me. Real cool interview, and you can check that out. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. It's 7.50. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one, a woman named Heather Kovar, who is a weekend news anchor in Albany, New York on CBS 6, or at least she was. A weekend news anchor. She's mm-hmm. been suspended as her case is being studied by the folks at that particular station. Here's what happened recently when she tried to do the news. This weekend right here is so amazing. Uh, uh, meteorologist Craig Adams is right here with you. Why did I say that? Of course, clearly, like here, we're taking a live look over uh, downtown Albany. And, and of course, just like me, meteorologist Craig Gold is working a double mm. shift. And so um, he's in. And we've been, we've been tracking this. And, you know, we've been talking about just like what it's been like across the country and the different reasons that why it's so hot in other areas. And we're having really nice weather here. So let's get Ugh. over to uh, Craig Gold. Hey, yep. Craig. Heather Kobar from CBS 6 in Albany, New York. My uh, understanding is that she is no longer employed there. Suspended, yeah. I believe. Yeah, no. I, think, I think the recent yeah. story, she's, she either left on her own. So the, the the part of the story I read was her contract was up on July 30, would, would have been up on July 31st. Mm-hmm. Something obviously happened. It sounds like, ah, this is senior week for me. I'm going to go out and tie a... F- <laughs> Tie, a, tie one on and yeah. then come back into work and try to do the news. One of the stories I uh, read about yeah. her, too, is this is not the first time yeah. that this has uh, happened, but the first time that she was really loaded well, on the air. Okay, but how many of those guys between the 6 and 11 would go to the bar? You know, I mean, you'd see Tom Bavacqua sitting at the Sheraton on a, on a Tuesday night yeah. be- before the newscast having a martini before he went on the air. Cohen I, used to do it, too. Back in uh, my days of working in TV in Providence, mm-hmm. there was a news anchor that was uh, you know, a pretty prominent one that w- had a lot to drink between the yeah. 6 and the, the 11, too. Because what else are you going to do? He's just the anchor. He's just reading the news. He's not, he's not reporting. He's not writing. He's just got time to burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just let herself slip. She's obviously a seasoned pro at this drinking thing, <laughs> except for that one time where she let it uh, get out of hand. Well, she wrote it off initially to, quote, exhaustion. Yeah, right. Okay. She was so exhausted from all that drinking yeah. she been doing. She wow. sounds like she's white girl wasted. Oh, my God, it's so hot out in other parts of the country, but it's not hot out here. Isn't that so weird? It's summertime. I don't get it. And she introduced the incorrect weatherman, by yeah. the way. You know, I would have um, known who the right weatherman is <laughs> right, anyway. I but uh, yep. 
sometimes when you when you see someone who is in the public eye uh, on the news, and Steve, you and I have seen it a couple of a uh, couple of times, even at Barry, even at Barry's retirement party. Yeah, when you see someone that you've seen on the air, caught. Mm. It's freaking it's awesome. hilarious. It's it is hilarious. Very, it is, yeah, that uh, that one lady. Woo-wee, wow. baby. Yeah. No names will be mentioned to protect the innocent, but good lord. Yeah. She was She sloppy. went from like zero to Lindsay Lohan in less than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and and isn't there some show where you, you do it's like a drunk history show? What is that? Uh, yeah, drunk oh, history. that's a great show. Yeah, by the way. yeah. Right. Yeah. So they, maybe she could get a gig there now. Could be. Clip number two. Piers Morgan interviewing actor Mickey Rourke. And they're talking about Tom Cruise. Mickey, when you see someone like Tom Cruise grossing a billion dollars with Top Gun, a sequel. That doesn't mean to me. The guy's been doing the same effing part for 35 years. You know, there's I got no respect for that. I don't care about money and power. I care about when I watch Al Pacino work and Chris Walken and De Niro's early work. And that's the kind of actor I want to be like Brando back in the day. And a lot of guys that just tried to stretch his actors. You don't think Tom Cruise is a good actor? I think he's irrelevant in my world. There you go, Mickey Rourke on the Pierce Morgan show. And I love how he swears initially here. That doesn't mean to me. The guy's been doing the same effing part for 35 years. I love how he swears, but then he does the effing thing there instead of just swearing again. Well, you know, the thing is, Mickey Rourke could have been among those actors that he just mentioned, but Mm -hmm. he he ruined himself with all that plastic surgery. Yeah. That was a damn good-looking man back Back then, well, now, I mean, now he looks like a freak show. That that wrestler movie that he yes. was in, he was, was great. He was it was amazing, yep. amazing performance. Yeah, but all the other movies that he was been, I I didn't really. There was nothing I've been impressed to say. Yeah, I love that Mickey Rourke movie. No, I mean in his early the early parts of his career, I mean you could see that that, that guy had potential. had potential. Diner, he was Diner good. was a great movie. Uh, Body Heat. Yep. He was really good in body heat yep. in a smaller role. Nine and a half weeks. Yes, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> an acting Kim tour de force. Basinger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that was more her than him, but okay. Clip number three. Authorities seizing 5,000 pounds of meth. A record-breaking bust in Southern California. Here's Alexa boiling it down to a simple mathematics word problem. It's not math, it's meth. Here's today's meth question. Four men unload 5,000 pounds of methamphetamine from a truck. If each box contains 148 bundles of meth, how much does each bundle weigh? Good question. There you go. A mathematics word problem. Uh, well, what's the answer? I don't know. She didn't come up with the answer? The answer is really stupid, and I didn't even bother putting it in there. Because, oh, it's a technicality because the thing, the bust occurred after and before. And it's like, it's a joke ah, and a bad Alexa I, joke. I still want to know the answer. What, what what did she have to say? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Math. <laughs> Forget about it. I suppose we can play it for you off the air or we can have a part two to this. We're, I'm going to trust your instincts on yeah, this no, and say no. eh, we can go on. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike my wife's credit card, I'm carrying a very low rate of interest. Coming up on 757 with back Steve and Dave, the 102-second sports, next on Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and Bon Jovi.
We're back, Steve and Dave in Rock 102. The National Weather Service says we might get some hail later on today and some possibly severe thunderstorms late afternoon into the early evening hours. Highs and a lot of humidity. Highs near 90 for today. Ooh, I love threatening weather. Mm-hmm. With what? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> With what? Uh, hey, uh, so I uh, this this happened to me uh, not too long ago. I was uh, I was doing one of them weddings. Uh, that I do, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, uh, I brought my uh, my laptop with me, my uh, my MacBook, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> is that a MacBook Pro or a MacBook Amateur, by the way? Uh, it would be an Amateur. Mm-hmm. It should be an Amateur. Hmm. It That's is now. Sure. But it was a it was a MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> I get done doing this like music for this uh, ceremony, and as I'm doing that, I I unplug the the, the MacBook from the speaker. And then, uh, for some reason, I tend to hold on to this uh, this wire as I'm walking away, which not only brings <laughs> a speaker over uh, down on the ground, right, but also knocks the laptop out of my hand, uh, to which the in- the entire crowd at this particular wedding was like, "Ooh," because <laughs> oh. they could hear yep. like almost the glass smash, yeah, as the laptop hit the ground. And of course, I open it up and it's completely inoperable. I cannot see the screen. I can't. Uh, it's like a big spider web. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! This is after it's over, right? It, it's after the ceremony is over. I I had to do the entire wedding off of my phone. And here and here's the other thing. I've been doing this for so long, right? And I I have a backup laptop. It's like an it's like a Windows based laptop. It's one of these things like in case uh, of failure, uh, we can go to this. Yeah. The one day I decide I'm not bringing this with me. Ooh. I don't need to have this backup. I got this perfectly good MacBook here. Uh, all ready to go, and uh, and I smashed it, and so I had, and luckily uh, it worked out. F- I I learned I today I learned how to how to DJ on a on just a phone. Now, do you have the same like pl- a playlist of music on your phone like you did on the laptop? Well, well the the ni- actually the nice thing about uh, having the phone is you could use Spotify. Like uh, so, you could you could play it off that, and I had a little program where I was able to load the songs and and do, and do all that uh, by myself. And it actually nobody would have known hmm. if I hadn't said anything. You know, I mean, it just sounded like a regular DJ. See, thing. that's the difference between you and me. Had it been me yeah. as your wedding DJ, and I would yeah. have had this little problem, I would have walked out the door and said, "Okay, I guess no, I don't need the money I, that bad." I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. But uh, anyway, uh, it all worked out. But now I still have this this broken laptop which i had to go buy another one uh and it's all part of like you know business expenses kind of thing it's not sure. like uh you know thing but i couldn't get i couldn't get the one that i wanted so i had to purchase one that was like it was like a thousand dollars less than what i have but they didn't have what i needed in time for what i needed it for so i had to get a smaller version of this thing then i uh i file uh an insurance claim right yeah <clears throat> and uh you know who my insurance agent is for this business? No, I don't. Tim Rook, right? Were there yeah. no other options? Well, uh, you know, it's a it's a small it's a big Dave, world. Tim Rook is a former politician mm-hmm. in uh, in Springfield. Yeah, um, former city councilor, longtime okay. city councilor, who uh, runs an insurance company. Yes, Good he's move. the he's the kind yeah. of guy who. Uh, yeah, nice fella, but you wonder, how did we keep 
electing that guy. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, so I, 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 I'm insured through this company through his agency, right? Yes. And uh, I, I, I texted him and I said, "Hey, I got to make a claim," and, and and blah blah blah. So I sent him uh, pictures of the damaged equipment, a description of what happened, and like all the things that somebody would need to know about an insurance claim, right? Yeah. So then uh, I send him all that stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that." And then all of a sudden, he sends me an email back like four days later, going. Yep, just call this person uh, and, and and give all your information to them. Isn't that his job? That's the agent's job. Yeah. You're the mm-hmm. one that's supposed to be working on my behalf. Why am I using you as an agent if you're not being an agent? It's a very good question. That, if you notice, that was my yeah. immediate question. Yeah. Why isn't he doing that for you? Yeah. And then uh, you know, then the lady from the from the the actual insurance company goes, "Hey, we need more information on this." And then uh, you can just see the email going, "Hey, Steve, uh, uh, make sure you call this lady." Like, this is such a pain in the ass. Uh, I'm pretty sure. That's do. why I hired you. But uh, the other problem I had was when I got this new laptop, Apple supposedly makes it easy for you to transfer all your information from one MacBook to another. Yeah. Kind of hard to do when you don't have a screen. Mm. However, I hooked it up to my television set. You know what I mean? Like the, the screen. Oh, yeah. So then I could, I could maneuver sure. the things. So then I do this migrate the Mac thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have enough memory to do or Ooh. enough storage to do this. On the new one? On the old one. Like it needs a certain amount of, of space in mm. order to perform this process that it's going to do to migrate uh, everything over. So then I take an external hard drive, and I try to back it up to that. And then it says, nope, you got too much stuff on this external hard drive. Now, I don't have the option to go all the way down to Staples and get a new uh, hard drive at this point. I'm trying to migrate everything. It just sucks. And now I have to rebuild and reprogram everything into this new computer because I can't migrate it from that old stupid one. You know... There are so many different levels of this story yeah. that if it were me, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even know when to be how to even begin to migrate anything. I because I'm I mean I I can work my way around a laptop, but I can't work away around the technical parts of yeah. it. Like it took me forever to figure out how to back stuff up. I mean, it like literally took me forever yeah. Yeah. to do it, and I even locked myself out of a couple of back uh, hard drives a as big, a result of it. It's a big pain in the ass. Yes. But, so uh, what? But you thought on your feet, and you saved the wedding ceremony, and you, you know, man, you I was performed right. the, I, I performed the job. Well, I'm, I see, but I'm, now I'm it's, impressed with that. I'm, well, you, thank you, Dave. Yeah. I appreciate. it. I mean, you, I've seen guys that can do that on their Apple Watch. By the way, they can run entire like slideshows and presentations. Maybe that's your next step. It could be. Now, are you getting the uh, the MacBook Pro 14 uh, with the nope. uh, 14.2 liquid nope. Retina XDR display? No, I wound up having to settle for a MacBook Air. A MacBook Air, which is about a thousand dollars less than Mac. what I needed. I think those are cool because they're so lightweight. I think they're cool. They perform yeah, all the same but, functions, but, right? Yeah, yes and no. Oh. You know, you need the uh, the chip, the M1 chip. Mm. This doesn't have the M1 chip. You got the this M2 the chip. M2 chip. Yeah, yeah M1 yeah. chip is way better than the M2. Yeah, no. But yeah, the problem with the with your MacBook Air with the M2 chip is, uh, you know, I mean, it's. It's got that big, beautiful liquid retina display. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, I know what you're doing here. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, it is supercharged, but uh, you know, I mean, does it have the space you need for all of that stuff? No, it does not. This is why uh, I need to buy the bigger one. But now I can't because I'm waiting for this insurance claim to be handled by myself. Yeah, you know, I, I've got uh, so I got. 
I've got an old Mac at uh, an old Mac uh, laptop at home that I bought a couple of years ago, and uh, it's got all of my music. I, you know, when I'm you know loading music, I go with that because mm-hmm. I don't want to do it on the on the laptop I have here where I do all my work because yeah. you know they don't want extra files on it. You know how the station gets. So I've got this Mac that has run out of space twice. There's nothing on this Mac other than the music I have, uh-huh. which is all on the phone. So if that thing craps the bed, I'm going to have to use my phone to back it up, to back it up, which yeah, I got enough space on my phone, but it's like, do yeah. I go out and buy myself another MacBook just for that purpose? I, I don't know. I did successfully transfer my iTunes file, so I have all of that stuff. That was like the easiest thing to do. Yeah. And then you get to the authorization. You've already authorized five computers. So then I had to hook the damn laptop up to the TV again and go in and deauthorize the computer. Oh, there's a limit to the number of computers you can you authorize? Can, you can only have five oh. per like iTunes account or yeah. something like that. It's Apple's way of gotcha. saying, uh, we'd like more of your money, yes, please. Yes, please purchase another computer. Yes. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is where I am. I'm stuck yeah. at having to rebuild the entire music library and all of these things that I've done over the last 10 years. And every other time I've had, you know, no issues transferring information to a new uh, computer. But here I am, stuck in limbo. I know, but How you- will I get my my limbo rock how will i get my love shack how will mm. i get my pour some sugar on me you know chicken dance i mean uh it's it's, it's it's tough enough finding new copies of daddy's little girl and butterfly kisses i know a new rendition <laughs> but uh, there i am but spotify bailed you out that's interesting spotify bailed me out and uh it actually uh i learned some new functions on there that made uh, everything seem seamless well you should become a spokesman for spotify i know you love spotify you use it on this computer in front of you uh, all the time uh, right uh, uh, yeah. No, I well, never I do mean, that. I mean, no. You happen to have all you, those CDs readily at hand. You would uh, love available. to have that. Yes. No, I mean, I I, I use Spotify mm-hmm. and I use uh, you know my my Apple, my iTunes for the uh, the fun bag on Sundays and also mm-hmm. the podcast and all that other stuff. I mean, I use that stuff regularly. So at some point, I'm going to have to figure it out. Well, you know, the laptop I've got is no longer going to be adequate enough for all of this stuff because it's already draining what I have. So it's interesting to hear you talk about this because I'm kind of I kind of see myself in the same boat, mm-hmm. not that far away from now. Yeah, but you know what? Do it before it breaks. I wish I had yep. backed it up sooner because the last backup, full backup I had was like a year ago, mm-hmm. and I should have backed it up at some point on the hard drive so I would easily be able to restore it. Yeah. But no, I didn't do that because I'm a dummy. It's uh, 8.22 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Nine and Sammy Hagar with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. And uh, you may not be able to drive 55, but uh, you might get 90s today. And we're talking about the temperature, and we might get hail, and we might get severe thunderstorms all late afternoon into early evening. We have uh, news, and it's coming up next to Rock 102. There are many things I can do by myself around my house, like uh, make a mulch bed or uh, maybe plant a tree. But there's one thing I can't do is uh, install an entire water pump system in my house. That's where I call the experts. The experts at Aquapump. Aquapump are the experts on all water supply systems. They install, service, and repair well pumps and tanks for all wells and carry a complete line of submersible and jet pumps, water filters, and supplies. They also specialize in treating contaminated water. Do it once, do it right. Find out more at aquapump.com, only in Stafford, Connecticut.
Hazen has it. You may ask yourself, what is it that Hazen has? Well, let me tell you. Hazen has innovation. Hazen has vertical integration. Hazen has diversification. And Hazen has motivation. Oh, yes. Hazen has it. Are you looking for a career in manufacturing? As you know, the manufacturing sector of the U.S. economy is booming, and Hazen is front and center riding the manufacturing boom. Hazen has innovation. Hazen is at the forefront of holographic technology and is recognized as a world leader in custom holography. A great example of that is the Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinement year book. Check it out at Hazen.com. Hazen has vertical integration. In fact, Hazen is the most vertically integrated manufacturer of holographic materials in North America. Hazen has market diversification. Hazen serves numerous markets and has a very broad product offering, which means steady growth and stability from economic downturns. And Hazen has motivation. At Hazen, you'll have the opportunity to grow in every way. You'll acquire valuable skills and be rewarded for contributing to Hazen's success. Oh yeah, Hazen has it. To begin at Hazen, go to Hazen.com. Come and get it at Hazen. Recently, interest rates have risen quicker than expected. Hi, I'm Mike Ostrowski, president of Aura Credit Union. If you've been thinking about getting that vehicle loan, a mortgage, or refinancing your existing mortgage, now is the time. Aura Credit Union has the best loan rates for vehicles, mortgages, and refinances. Give us a call today to get started before loan rates rise more. You'll be glad you did. Visit ARRHACU.com. Deposits fully insured by NCUA, MSIC, Equal Housing Lender. Car, your home, your business too. Quadroinsurance.com is for you. The service is exceptional. Uh, they're all very good, very polite, very professional. And I have everything with them. Homeowners insurance, car insurance, I'm here at the store, workman's comp. So I've got the fire and the liability for both businesses, the whole gamut. Quadroinsurance.com is for you. 832. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. The Fifth Alarm Lounge, 775 Worthington Street, even though they're not functioning right now, are in the crosshairs because of a lawsuit filed by a bunch of women who say their images were used to promote activities at the Fifth Alarm Lounge and other strip clubs without their knowledge. I'm too good-looking for this poster. Do you really believe somebody like me would be performing at a place like that? I don't think so. Plaintiffs include the Cuban-born model, Claudia Sampedro, who is married to former football star Julius Peppers, also Rosa Acosta, a classically trained ballerina-turned-model. Weren't they all classically trained ballerinas at the Fifth Alarm? Or am I thinking of Anthony's? Uh, I think you were thinking of Anthony's. That's right. Lena Posada is a fashion designer and lingerie model, and Carissa Rosario, a model for Budweiser and Monster Energy Drinks. All of these women are top influencers on social media, and they're ticked off because their images were being used to advertise hmm. some of the stuff going on at the Fifth Alarm Lounge and other strip clubs nationwide. Without their permission. Right. Now, you know, if listen, uh, not for nothing. It's so hard to get through life as a sex object to begin with, and uh, and I know all too well what that feels like. Oh, to yeah, be objectified sure and treated like mm -hmm. a piece of meat just because you're so goddamn handsome. Um, <laughs> that if it were me in the same position mm -hmm. and my glorious image and likeness were being used without my permission for somebody else's financial gain, I would be outraged. I would be contacting every lawyer in town and say, 
hello, Marky Salamon. Hello, uh, John Heyman. Hello, uh, Alec and Detusa, lawyers you can talk to. <laughs> I need your help. I need to sue this rogue owner of said uh, facility. I think I, you're... I, listen, that is, that is a, that is a <clears throat> faulty practice. Unfortunately, this whole thing is going to give a black eye to strip clubs. You know what? That's and that's the worst part about yeah. it. You would think that these kinds of family tarnishing the good name, family-friendly operations would know a little bit better. One of the advertisements that featured San Pedro, she's the one married to former football star Julius Peppers. One of those ads read, "Quote: Twenty strippers, forty butt cheeks, come party for real at the top Thursday spot." Didn't Madonna sing that song? Last night, I danced with San Pedro. Yeah, I believe that was I believe she did, yeah. Yeah. She also had 40 butt cheeks and 20 20 women and 40 (laughs) butt cheeks in one of her videos. We've got some funding in question for Springfield. The city's utilization of the American Rescue Plan Act, or the ARPA, is in question. Supposed to be getting a lot of money to help residents of Springfield, and apparently they're not getting it. There have been 1,586 ARPA applications submitted, but only 79 have been granted. Mayor Dom Sarno saying yesterday, quote, there has to be a review and formalized verification process to make sure the relief monies are going to those truly in need. This is bullshit. (laughs) Let me tell you something. When Mayor Dom Dom steps on a Lego... The yeah. Lego screams in utter pain. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to get those monies for the people of Springfield. I love it when they use that as a plural, by the way. I don't pay child support. The child pays me. <laughs> That's why it's called child support. <laughs> <sighs> Good times. Uh, some of the $123.8 million in the ARPA coffers was given to the city last year to help with COVID-19 pandemic recovery efforts for the city and its residents, but there should be some more forthcoming. I got bit by a king cobra, and after days of agonizing pain, the cobra died. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the other story about funding for the city of Springfield. You know, death once came looking for me. (laughs) Yeah. And now we're all immortal. Springfield families are supposed to be benefiting from a $7 million grant from the Children's Trust of Massachusetts. Totals out to about one4 Would you trust a child with that kind of money? Right. Uh, the grant award would total about $1.4 million per year for the next five years. It's supposed to help thousands of families in Springfield. The families will continue to benefit from Square One's Healthy Families program due to the grant award. Good news. Square one used to be called round one until I got done with it. (laughs) Now it's a square. Now we chipped away the edges. Yeah. You know, I can't use a urinal. Why? Because the sheer velocity of the stream causes severe structural damage to the urinal and the surrounding building. The urinal cake stays intact, though. There ain't no cake. It's a urinal (laughs) crumb by the time I'm done with it. In Chicopee, there's going to be more money for substitute teachers. Oh, good. Because the school department is eliminating a long-running practice of hiring substitute teachers through a temp agency. Well, you know, I mean, especially you know, since the pandemic, you've had 
you know, lots of, you know, faculty not be able to, you know, you call an out and you need all, all of these, uh, all these subs. Yep. And, you know, I mean, there's only a finite number of substitute teachers out there. Right. I'm not surprised they have to go to temp agencies just to kind of babysit these classes for a while. But the markup for using Kelly services. Oh, I know. 38%. (laughs) So they're doing away with that whole thing. And they're just going to go direct to the substitutes and be able to pay them more. Hey, you know, if I weren't busy here, I would substitute teach. I would do it. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, but, but only, uh, only certain schools in certain towns in certain areas for a certain price. Mister Baxendale, uh, we're supposed to be reading from our books today. Yeah, because there's always that one kid, right? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, shut up, yeah. I'm trying to nap. Uh, yeah, you I'm kids tra- pay attention. And I can't uh, rest peacefully here yeah. with you yip yapping all day. You pay attention to the video I just I just <laughs> played. Uh, what course would you teach if you were going to do it? By the way, I'd teach anything. Okay. Again, it's it's a, it's a substitute teacher. I don't I don't really need to know anything. What was the I, uh, what was here's a good uh, topic. What was the weirdest film reel you ever saw when you were in school? Oh, I know exactly what it was. Go ahead. Blood on the highway. Blood on the highway. How was, old were you? I, this I would have been like fifteen and a half. Okay. This is the video they showed you mm-hmm. as you went through uh, your your, uh, your your driver's education classes right. in school. Right. Blood on the highway, mm-hmm. and the guy teaching it mm-hmm. was uh, a Vietnam veteran, and you know he still had the the army jacket, and he was you know all you know wigged out and everything, big. PTSD type of guy, mm-hmm. and all of us were like giggling during blood on the highway because it was this overly dramatic, you know, thing. And you know, we're not taking it all that seriously because we're stupid teenagers. Sure. And this guy has this—he has this meltdown over blood on the highway. My God, yeah. I got to tell you, that was a moment. Mine so that's like be, one of those movies I'll never forget. Mine would be behind the green door. What was that about? You saw that in school? Bax knows. It's a I'm, Marilyn Chambers porno film oh, from like wow. 1972. <laughs> Good one, too. But did, did you ever see like an actual like bad film uh, reel uh, thing? Nah, I probably was asleep, I, asleep at the time. So if I did, I didn't remember it. My, my generation was like the last of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we stopped using those in sixth grade was the reel-to-reel things. Yeah. And then they went, that was the VCR era was a very pop- a laser disc. They even had a oh. laser disc wow. system at our school. Wow. We had one laser disc with a giant record that you would <laughs> stuff in the machine and it would read it like a CD. Uh, but the worst one I saw was this thing about vegetables, about eating your vegetables. Mm-hmm. And it was this old film reel from like the late 50s or early 60s of these two kids who refused to eat their vegetables and then they wound up uh, somehow stranded on a desert island. Uh. Uh, just these two kids. Of course. And the only thing that was available to eat were... Vegetables? A, a can, like a like a pallet full of canned vegetables. And these kids refused to eat the vegetables. And then when they were rescued, they had no hair left. Ah. 
because right. they didn't eat their vegetables and get the nutrients that they needed. Valid threats, and that's why you're yeah, bald today. That is why I'm bald <laughs> today. Yeah. Your vegetables. I don't know. I used to like vegetables. Lima beans were my favorite when I was a kid. Dude, I don't think those I qualify know. as vegetables. I think those are legumes. Yeah, well, when they're mixed up with all the other vegetables, that's mm-hmm. a vegetable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, that was a, it was creepy. And I, and I just remember, I'm like, who came up with this idea that this would be fun to show 12-year-olds? Because somebody probably said, you know, if you were on a desert island right now and yeah. had nothing to eat but vegetables, this is what would happen. And then they had this light bulb moment. They said, I got to put a film Wait. strip together for this. Yeah. And the, the film strip was the other one. Remember that you'd follow along with either the record or the tape. Yep. And it would go bing. And then somebody would. Who didn't want that job that's in the almost, classroom? That's almost as good as clapping the erasers. Yeah. Well, bringing it back full circle. If you're a substitute teacher in Chicopee. And you're going to be putting on film strips and other things for the kids. Ooh, you're going to get paid strips. more because of your services. Yeah, film strips today means a completely different thing than it did <laughs> yeah, years not ago. Uh, the school department in Chicopee currently pays subs 100 bucks a day because of the big markup through Kelly Services. But because they're no longer going to be using the temp services, they're going to be able to raise the daily rate to 150 to 175 bucks for substitute teachers, which is more competitive with other school districts in the region. So there you go. All right. There you have it. I don't know what happens to Kelly Services. Poor Kelly Services is going to have to find another way to make money. It's 843 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. This is what camping sounds like when you have sleep apnea and struggle with CPAP. And this is what camping sounds like when you have Inspire and don't need a CPAP. If you have sleep apnea and struggle with CPAP, Inspire could work for you. Inspire works inside the body and keeps you breathing normally and sleeping peacefully. No mask, no hose, just sleep. To learn more, visit InspireSleep.com. Inspire is not for everyone. Talk to your doctor to see if it's right for you and review important safety information at InspireSleep.com. 29 and the Black Crows. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. So we're supposed to have highs near 90 today, maybe... Some severe thunderstorms late this afternoon into the evening hours and maybe some damaging hail. So in a couple of weeks, I got to go to a destination wedding. A destination wedding? Yeah. I've been to destination weddings before, and uh, the problem with a destination wedding is you have to go someplace. Great movie, by the way, with Keanu Reeves. Recommended highly. Destination wedding. Thank you, Dave. Um, Yeah, it's now the destination is New Hampshire, so it's- Ah. It's not so far away that it can't be. Uh, You're not going it, to like Aruba or Jamaica. No, 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 nothing like nothing like that. But it's in New Hampshire, right? And it's coming up in a couple of weeks, and uh, you know it's a three and a half hour drive. So we're you know we're gonna have to stay overnight somewhere. Well, how far is it from your uh, where you live, where you camp out? <clears throat> well, it, you know, longer than I want to drive. Right, with that I way. got you. Especially mm-hmm. late, you know, especially late at night after yeah. an evening of carousing and having fun and and uh, you know weeping because you know that's what weddings do to me. I got you. Um, so I went on to Orbitz to see what was still available. Now it's in a it's in one of these like New Hampshire ski resort towns mm-hmm. where they get a lot of business during the summertime. And uh, so a lot of the places still require you to stay for two nights. <laughs> I'm not staying for two nights. Right. I'm, I, it's like one and done. They we require go, you, you said? In resort towns, yeah. yeah. They but, want you to rent out because they don't want to, because most people yeah. want to stay for more than one night. Right. But for us, it's one night right. and that's it. So automatically, I know I'm going to probably pay a fairly premium cost yeah. for the one night. And that's fine. I found a place 
But as I'm on orbits, I'm looking at all the other options. And one of the options was was to stay in one of those tiny homes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean it, and, and there's a couple on the on the on orbits and I'm looking and, and was looking at I wasn't even looking at the price at this point. Just looking at the pictures and I'm like, wow, that's what a cool looking it place. It is pretty they it's, are pretty neat. I've seen a whole uh, show about those. Yeah. So. I got a buddy of mine who builds them. And oh, he, really? he, he 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 can't I mean he's who like, don't bit, you know? Yeah. He's who, out in Colorado. Who don't you know? You know everybody. He knows a little bit of everything and everybody. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so, so you, did you get? But did you book it? Well, no, I didn't. I didn't book it because uh, the more I looked into it, the more I thought, "Are you kidding me?" So, I mean, the place is small. It's tiny. Yeah. It allegedly sleeps four people. Although for the life of me, I can't figure out how. That's like when they say a hot tub fits five people, and it really only fits two. Right. Because unless you've got like you know four tiny people, yeah. you're never going to get you know five people in a hot tub. So I'm looking at this place. I'm going, yeah, this this would kind of be kind of cool mm-hmm. to stay in. And then I make the mistake of looking at what they're charging for yeah. one night at the tiny home. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's five hundred and forty nine dollars. What for one night? So I'm thinking, okay, that's already several hundred dollars more Wait, than I'm going to pay somewhere else. You have to buy two nights like the other places, or no? no? This, okay, they, I, I could check in right. on the one night, leave the following right. morning. That's a plus. But here is where they stick you because you already five hundred and forty nine dollars yeah. seems to be outrageous, right? Taxes are sixty four dollars. All right, you probably have to pay that uh, you know, tax on a anywhere. hotel room anywhere. Sure. But there's also a service fee. Of $95. What? So I'm thinking, okay, so maybe like house cleaning comes in, mm-hmm. picks up after you. But then there's another fee on top of that. Now, again, taxes $64, $95 service fee. There's also a property fee of $209. Property fee. Which puts the yeah. total for one night in this tiny house at $918. How about no thank you? How about absolutely hell no? So did you find a hotel at least? Oh, yeah. No, I found yeah. a place. But you know, I was <clears throat> I was just looking at other options. I mean, right. I, I kind of like saved the one. Right. Figuring, okay, that, well, it's a, it's a reputable chain. I'll stay there. It's not that's like less than four miles away from where the event is being held. You got to remember, there's somebody out there that's paying that. Because if they're... It, it, you wouldn't be charging that much if somebody wasn't paying it. I agree. But if you were going to charge that much yeah. for a place to stay, I'd probably want the nicest hotel room in that area. Yeah. Not necessarily oh, a, a, tiny home. a tiny home that has what, its own you how, know, small kitchenette with no place to sit. How much did you wind up spending for a night in a hotel? It was like, I think after all was said and done, it was like uh, three bills. <sighs> That's... That's ridiculous. I I know, but that was... I know. Unless I wanted to stay like 20, 25 miles away, that was the best I could do. I had a bunch of friends who uh, wanted to go to a concert at Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Like, uh, tickets are only like uh, $59. But then, like, you try to get a hotel room down there, it's $550 (laughs) for the night. And I'm like, well, you might as well. They're getting their money either way if you want to stay over there. When I was in New York, last uh you know last month uh i would have so for two nights in new york it would have been less than one night in new hampshire in a tiny home 
Because yeah. even the even the fees at some of the nicest hotels I've stayed at in New York didn't amount to two hundred nine dollars for a property fee. So, bottom line, you are going to the destination wedding. We, you know, we 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 are going. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, the, there are some circumstances that may prevent us from going. Not not financial, but it's mm-hmm. like there's some other things that uh, that may uh, unfortunately prevent us from going. But okay. I needed to reserve. Gotcha. Yeah, I needed to reserve a room in case we were able to go. Right. So again, I'm looking at these prices. I'm going, Jesus, for one night. One night. Who yeah. would do? I mean, I don't know if the. I should look up to see if the uh, the numbers are different for a two night stay at this. But I bet you it's not that different. So what do you got? Motel Six? Is that what you end up with? Or no, no, no. It's it's a it's a little bit uh, nicer than <laughs> okay. a Motel Six. All right, a Hampton Inn. No, it's a little bit nicer than I hampered it. Uh, travel lodge. I'm not. I'm not saying where it is. Um, Swiss hotel. <laughs> it's better than a super eight. What's Let's put the, it that What's way. the one I said? I just saw it a couple of weeks ago out <clears throat> near Sturbridge. The the Scottish inns. The, you ever hear of those? Yeah. The Scottish inns. Yeah. That's like one of those. Uh, one like a dying breed of motel hmm. chains. The <laughs> Scottish <laughs> inns. That's where you're staying, right? The Scottish Inn? Uh, no, we're not staying at the Scottish Inn. Are you staying at the Knights Inn, the Roadway Inn, the... Welcome Inn. Welcome Inn. No, no. The Elsie Motel. <laughs> it's, do they yeah. still have that American owner? That's that's what they've been uh, purporting for years. Well, it's no longer called the Elsie. It's called the Springfield Inn or something. Ah, and It looks yeah. like it's been redone. Yeah, there you go. So Yeah, no, they don't, uh, they don't really change it if you stay two nights. But what? But how ridiculous is that to charge some that's, that's somebody insane. that amount of money for one night? I but don't it, care. I don't care where but, you're staying. Nowhere is is a but, night stay worth a thousand bucks. My to, to my point though, uh, somebody's paying for that. Somebody is buying it enough that they're charging that much for an overnight stay because there's some guy out there who's got money who says, "Hey, you know, it'd be really nice if we stayed in one of those tiny homes for the night. Yeah. I don't care how much it costs." Yeah, you know who's 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 not that guy? You. Me. <laughs> Me and uh, my wife Jenny. We are not those guys now, who's going to spend 900 bucks. Are you obligated now after spending all of this money to dr- you're driving 3 hours, you spend $300 do you give a wedding gift, or the gift is your presence? Mm. Your present is your present. Well, under more most circumstances, I would say uh, my presence should be gift enough. But yeah. you know, this is a you know, it's a young man who I've known yeah. for virtually his entire life. So, what kind of dirt bag would schedule a wedding all the way up in New Hampshire, three and a half hours away, making you pay for a three hundred dollar a night hotel room, and then expect a gift? I think you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> you want to name the person? Or no, no, I don't, no, I, no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do that because it's it's not uh, it's not my you know it's my friend's son is getting uh, is getting married. Gotcha, it's not, it's yeah. not my friend who's uh, you know forcing me into spending nine hundred dollars for a tiny house. I mean, no one is ever going to do that. And I have no friendships that are that deep where I will spend a thousand dollars to stay for one night in a tiny house. No. But you're spending probably just as much going to this wedding. Well, that's uh, half of that. You'll, half, you'll spend half. Yeah. The gift at least two hundred bucks. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. At least that. My God. <laughs> Imagine yeah. nine hundred bucks for a tiny house. Yeah. I wonder what kind of job you have to have to afford that kind of wedding.
Uh, you have to be Dave Coombs. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Three-bedroom apartments and a uh, deal you can't refuse. I'm not going. <laughs> top-notch right. top meals every day. Right. It's 9 o'clock. We're back, Steve and Dave at Rock 102. Where do you listen to Rock 102? Whether it's on your smart speaker.